Hi, this is Garrett Graham. You're listening to Pumpkin Spice Podcast. How does time pass by so fast? Seems like yesterday, you and I, we could relate. But you know how things change. But is it me, or is it time? Lyrics yelled by frontman Scott Wade of the band Comeback Kid. But are these lyrics related to a personal struggle that the vocalist had? Or are they universal to humans across the globe? Between the release of Scream and Scream 2, there were only 12 months. 353 days to be exact. And within that year, we saw a lot of history. And a lot of it was horrifying. On February 23rd, a gunman killed one person and wounded six others before taking his own life at the observation deck of the Empire State Building. On March 9th, hip-hop artist Notorious B.I.G. was killed in a drive-by shooting in Los Angeles. Then on March 26th in San Diego, 39 Heaven's Gate cultists commit a mass suicide on their own compound. June 2nd, Timothy McVeigh is convicted of 15 counts of murder and conspiracy for his role in the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. It wasn't all death, though it wasn't all peachy either. On September 15th, Google.com is registered by Google. And on October 16th, the first color photograph appeared on the front page of the New York Times. What? In 1997? What does this all mean? Maybe nothing to some, but I'd wager a bet that if you listed all those facts out, your average American citizen would not guess these events happened all within the same year. And in 1997 film history, we saw the return of the Scream franchise. If you were in the business, you'd know that this project had overlapped with the original in some creative capacity, but such a short turnaround in a sequel was surprising for most of the movie-going public. A lot of us thought horror movies didn't get sequels anymore, especially after Jason Takes Manhattan, my favorite boat-related feature. But this movie about movies is a film poking fun at the errors of horror movies past. And Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson were very happy to dip not just their toe, but their entire body into the pool of meta-human horror. Is it scary? Sure. Is it creative? Kinda. Are we left with a solid horror film? Of course. The world has its positives and its negatives, and both of these are subjective to the person that's paying attention. Is it just me, or is it time? Today on Pumpkin Spice Podcast, we review Scream 2. Welcome to Pumpkin Spice Podcast, a seasonal holiday treat where comedy and horror meet. I'm Rob Schulte. I'm Brittany. Hi. Brittany, back in it again. Episode two of this 2019 season. How does it feel? It feels good. I feel like we're in it. We're currently in it. Yeah. If we were in quicksand, it would be up to our knees right now. Oh, more like, well, because we're different heights. Not That's not how it works, but just in my mind, because we're oh. different heights, it'll be like my thigh, but your knee, right? That's yes. probably the difference yes. in our height is like halfway up the thigh and between the thigh and the knee. Still dangerous. <laughs> that's what we're trying to say. Yes. 
And you don't want to move too fast in there. You want to flatten out. If you're wearing an overcoat, that's helpful. Anyway, what do we do? We have an exciting episode today. A sequel, if you will. It is. What? I will. Yeah. (laughs) We have a guest that we need to introduce today before we go any further in this show. Well, to be clear, you know... Let's play the audio. Rob promised prior to the season we were going to have a guest on every episode of Pumpkin Spice Podcast, Fall 2019. Which episode did I say that on? I don't even remember. It was like a tiny TV, bizarrely, um, our other podcast. Hmm. (laughs) But. Yes. But we are. Well, okay. People are hard to. Pull the audio. What, we're talking to people like next week, and, and we're, but we're talking to them for like two months in the future. Yes. Pumpkin Spice Podcast. Here's the thing. People, people if they miss out on these tiny TV episodes, they're going to miss out on gems like this. Pumpkin Spice Podcast will have guests this year. That's right. Every episode will have guests. Every single episode. And do you know why? Because we love people. We love people. We're not one of those people who's like, I hate people. We're like those people who are like, please be on my podcast. I would love to have you. I love people. (laughs) Love people. Can't be alone. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) So episode two or scream two, we decided to have a very special guest that is already with us in the future or presently if you're listening. Do you want to just tell him who it is? Yeah, our guest is our listeners. So we figured we've been doing this for quite a while. And Brittany, we've never welcomed on everyone. This is kind of like that Time Magazine moment (laughs) where it had that like shiny cover and person of the year was you. Gosh. But we're going to shake it up a little bit. Whereas that sucked. This is going to be an interactive episode. I feel like it's a a choose your own adventure kind of. It's a meditation, sort of. Yes! <laughs> so, we give you all the episode information up top, just like any other episode, and as we go through the segments, we'll leave a moment for you, the listener, to answer. And say you're following along on Twitter. Now's the perfect time to boot up that app. Not if you're driving, okay? I'm not going to say it again, Brittany. Keep it Not safe. if you're driving. Not if you're driving. Wait. Not if you're driving.com. <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, anywho, <laughs> use the hashtag pink jeans answers. Is that too long? No, it's if pink jeans guest. Pink jeans guest, slightly shorter. Right. And as you're answering, use pink jeans guest to submit whatever answer to whatever segment we're on at that moment. This could happen years down the line or it can happen the day the episode comes out. Up to you. We're not upset if you listen to this episode in a year and have different answers. Yeah, if you want to come back and revisit, <laughs> whatever. Um, you guys get the picture, right? Good, good to know. I'm so glad what, they do. Yeah, so why don't you start with introducing yourself? Wow. That's nice. That was, I didn't. yeah, even, I didn't expect that. I didn't even know that about you. <laughs> Brittany, guest, should we get into it? Yeah. All right. Hello? Hello, Sydney. Remember me? What do you want? It's time, girlfriend. No. 
Don't you know history repeats itself? Last night, two college students were brutally murdered. Police are everywhere. The girl was stabbed seven times. Ouch! Hi, Gail Weathers, author of The Woodsboro Murders. She's an opportunist. Be kind, she saved our lives. Yeah, I know, I read all about it in the book. I can't wait to see the movie. Supposed to do. If there is some freaked out psycho, they're probably already in your life. So you just want to sit here and, and wait to see who drops next? The way I see it, someone's out to make a sequel. So it's our job to observe the rules of the sequel. Number one, the body count is always bigger. Ah! Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. Ah! How did we find the killer, Randy? That's what I want to know. Well, let's look at the suspects. interrupting anything am i it's him he can see us do you want to die tonight is that the best you can do why not set your goals higher huh you want to be one of the big boys manson bundy oj what's your favorite scary movie showgirls absolutely frightening Let me read to you the IMDb, generally what would be we would call the user-submitted storyline, but there was no attribution on this one, so I'm just going to read what was there. Two years after the events of Scream, Sidney Prescott and Randy are attending Windsor College. They are trying to get on with their lives until a new ghost-faced killing spree begins. With the help of Dewey and Gale, Sidney must find out who's behind the murders. As the body count goes up, the list of suspects goes down. I'd say that's fair. It's college time Scream. That's right. With the original story of Scream having been turned into a true crime horror film that people are just going crazy in the theater for, quite frankly. I've never seen a theater that go that crazy for a film. (laughs) I mean, handing out the murderer's costume. Yeah, how much were the as tickets? As you enter, it's like, hey, remember this? Let's all wear it. And then when the ghost faces are like controlled by those crane operators, it's so people intense. who see the movie, we don't need all of this. Yeah. I don't know, but you live in the City of Angels. Have you ever been to a movie premiere that had fancy things like this? I did not. I mean, I have not. I I actually have performed at a movie premiere, though. <laughs> oh yeah. I um. Well, actually, I've performed at a few, but uh, you know, doing bubbles of all things. Wow. Yeah, but that wasn't like a Wait. part of the movie. Is what's weird. So you weren't like in the theater, no. doing bubbles. I'm just an Instagram photo op. Um. <laughs> uh, so who's photo opt with you? It's all kinds of people. The strangers, really? famous people. Ooh, Ghostface? No, not Ghostface. Unfortunately, but you know, if you bring Ghostface to me, I'll put him in a bubble. Yeah. Well, if it was a video game, we'd probably win. What about you, listener? Have you ever seen this in a theater? Well, I've never been to a theater in that area of the <laughs> world, so I guess I, I'm all right. Brittany, um, where did you watch Scream 2? I watched it in the comfort of my living room. It was a race against the sun to start the film while the sun was still out. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like it just gets two hours long. I got to start it now if I don't want to have nightmares tonight. 
Yeah, I need plenty of time to eat a full meal before sunset. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I watched it in my living room with my dog. I mean, like, I, I didn't have any nightmares, so that's a really good sign. What about you? What environment did you watch the film? Um, I watched it on my phone on a plane ride either to or from Los Angeles. I don't remember at this point. Yeah, you're, you're either coming or going at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, well, we got all these other in-person episodes coming mm-hmm. up, so I have mm-hmm. to fly back. But, you know, the the iPhone... With AirPods, the way the movie was meant to be seen. (laughs) I was going to ask you, is it less scary when you watch it on your phone? It just feels so, like, innocent. Well, it's a little bit more awkward, because I had a mother with child sitting next to me, and I had to, before I turned on the movie, go, I have to watch a horror movie, and I lied, and I said, for my job, and... (laughs) Then she goes, cool, what's your job? And I was like, oh. I'm unemployed. I make, <laughs> I make a failing podcast. Hey, failing uh, in what way? I didn't say that. Uh, well, it's not paying my bills. How about that? Oh, okay. But, it, it well, and then I went on to say, but it brings me really cl- big inner joy. Yes. And she was like, yeah, it's really good, you know. You can survive on inner joy. And then the conversation went on for about 45 more minutes. And she was like, oh, no, I don't care if you watch a horror film. This kid won't notice. (laughs) Wow. What a journey. Oh, it was. So it is scarier when you watch it on your phone because strangers at the like on the airplane will talk to you. Great. Yes. Uh, There's a really fun episode of Friendly Fire in the bonus feed where Adam talks about having to watch Rambo First Blood Part 2 on a plane and the scenes that people would look over on that. And, uh, well, it's a tale for another day. Okay. Um, But, Brittany, or another podcast, people can go listen to that one. Yeah. Um, Do you remember seeing this movie ever before? I have not. Watching it for the podcast? Yeah, I have not seen it before. I know that I have. Oh, you have. And not counting the time I watched this a couple months ago when we were doing early prep, um, I I had seen it before, but I don't remember where because I don't think I saw this in theaters. And I didn't see the first one in theaters. And as we'll learn, they came out really close next to each other. But I remembered almost everything about it. So it must have been like sleepovers or blockbuster video. Sure. Thrilling. I know. Yeah. Did you have a place you rented from? Oh, uh, yeah, there was a video store near where I lived, uh, and I can't remember what it was called, though. It's like... On the moon? Yes. Yeah. How did you know? Oh. Well, I didn't know that businesses made their way out there. Well, the big cheese. (laughs) Before we get into all of our segments, I did want to share some thoughts. Okay, but I would like to offer up our guests a chance to tell us where they watched this movie. Okay. Where did you watch this movie? Huh. All right. Well, I'm not going to argue. No. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They have no reason to lie, Brittany. Yeah. None. I believe you. So, Jada Pinkett Smith, at the very beginning of the movie, what an all-star. What a wasted uh, talent that they did. She died at the very, very beginning. But before Maureen. Oh, Maureen. Yes. Also, real quick, the theater professor, huge star, whatever his name was. Oh, great. Thank Uh, you for interrupting with no information. (laughs) 
No, I'm just. <laughs> He's a huge star. Um, don't know who he is. Anyway, I'm gonna no, find it. Excuse and me. I will tell you who Anywho. it is. <laughs> All I'm saying, there were some people with big named big acting names. uh acting cred who were in this for a scene. That's yeah. the only point I made. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Jada Pinkett Smith. Beginning of the movie. She's watching the movie within the movie. It's called Stab. Right. And then yes. it's really, uh, you know, it's it's Scream. It's the beginning of Scream. And she's screaming at the characters while watching the movie, like in the theater. And I was like, oh, perfect. This is this is actually, if you want to understand how I watch horror movies, that's literally just a page ripped out of my book. Yeah, and a page ripped out of my book is I go, I'm going to get some food. <laughs> I'm going to get some hot Cheeto popcorn. Or whatever, uh, did he say he was leaving for food or that, I know he went to the bathroom, but I feel like you just got to your seats. Yeah, it's very why, weird. Why you gotta get up? Because he's Come scared. On. Yeah, that's true. It is quite frightening. Um, Brittany, I wanted to bring to your attention that professor's name is, the actor is David Warner. Mm. David Warner. Uh, he was in Tron, mm. uh, Titanic, The Omen. Oh! Which fits in well into our podcast. You've not experienced Shakespeare until you've read him in the original Klingon. But I love that everyone's, you know, having a good time as much as I gave it a little bit of shit. Like, I would love to be in a theater that is so annoyingly rowdy like this with, like, high school students and people of all ages going just as crazy. Well, go see a screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what those people act like. Uh, but I'd be expecting it, you know? I want to be surprised. I want to be like, I'm going to see this true crime thriller called Stab and walk in and everyone is losing their goddamn yeah. minds. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll make it happen for you one of these days. Your next birthday. Yeah, I'm heading to Los Angeles again. Um, you're known for throwing great parties. Right. So, well, <laughs> please. Give, give me some time. I need to work on the the rigs that uh, make the character like fly above <laughs> the audience. I have to work on that. So got to call some people. It's just like three pulleys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, should we get into cutting class? Yeah. Attention, faculty and students. They're suspended. Not until your grades improve. Cutting class. The school is closed. All right, you, you know this, I know this. Cutting classes, the fun factoids about the film. Yeah. Did you did you happen to find any this episode? Because I found a few. Well, it's not. It's just that I wanted to note, shameless plug, but Joshua Jackson has a very small cameo. I mean, I'm just surprised. Like, was he just like happened to wander on set that day? I don't know. He's in. I know. He's in the scene for about like 13 seconds, and I just had to say, you know, it was such a refreshing thing. It's obviously during the Dawson's Creek era, and you know, on our other podcast, we covered season one of Dawson's Creek on season one of the TV show show. It's true. It overshadowed. Home Improvement by a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> and Frasier. Uh, yeah, and I want to say that I feel like uh, Joshua Jackson should have been the Mickey character. Hmm. He should have been the crazy film nerd. Interesting. And in fact, he was crazy, crazy film nerd too. Huh. 
On that same page, Sarah Michelle Gellar doesn't have much time either in this no, film. No, no. But, you know, it was also a very nice, because we did I Know you What You Did Last Summer and her. Yep, that was a Patreon episode that then we made public. Yeah, and it, but it's so, she's such an angel and like, but, but a fighter. And so it was nice oh, to, yeah. to get a little, and you know, Kevin Williamson, doesn't he have something to do with all of this? Oh, yeah. He's the, the brain that brought it all to the screen. He was over there at I Know What You Did Last Summer and was like, you know what? I got the perfect girl for you because she did. She just really kicked ass on this other movie that I was doing. Uh, <laughs> what is that? How he talks? Before I wanted it to sort of just be perverse. I Know What You Did Last Summer it came out in October of... 1997? Mm-hmm. And Scream 2? Are you ready for this? Well, no, but you're going to have to say, for time's sake, you're just going to have to tell us. <laughs> December 12th, 1997. Oh, my so goodness. So he already knew, like, in her, like, when they're filming. I mean, you were absolutely correct. He did this, but he knew she was so good that he filmed her in both movies at the same time. That's great. That's awesome. Do you have any other fun Plus, facts? Uh, yeah, one specifically about Sarah Michelle Gellar. She signed up to do this movie before even reading the script. Wow. That's trust. Well, you know, Scream 1 or Scream. <laughs> I keep doing yeah. that. It, it was Scream a, a I. Hit. It was a hit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, all of the famous folks who were in the second one, it's like, obviously, they they saw Scream 1. They're like, I want to be in that movie. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich was kicking himself. So, did you stumble upon the fun fact or interesting fact I guess is that um, the entire script had been leaked and so they had to no. rewrite the end yeah so the original script was leaked and Kevin Williamson had to like while they were filming rewrite the script because obviously all of the killers there were like multiple killers like four people I think it was um, that were you know responsible and he had to rewrite it as they were shooting, so that's why some of the scenes feel a little bit more fleshed out than others. But then, after the movie came out, he tried to play it off. I don't know who to believe at this point. He tried to play it off that the original script that was leaked, he said he knew it was going to be leaked. So he actually made three separate scripts with alternate endings just to throw people off because he knew people were... <laughs> I was just like, are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? Wow, sure? that sounds really convenient. And who has the time to write four entire scripts with like... It's no just, kidding. Who has the time? I know I don't. Uh, incredibly weird that you brought up that fun fact because it's also been told that the film originally was shot with another ghost face, like an original ending to the movie mm-hmm. was shot with like a third ghost face watching over the campus on the in the bell tower. Huh. And uh, there's speculation that if that would have stayed in the movie, it would have been that that is the killer that we will find in Scream 3. Great. Yeah. So let's revisit that next or next episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got two other real quick ones. Yeah. Like, we said this came out really quick after the other one. It's because during the filming of Scream 1, Kevin Williamson was like, oh, I could... Tell more about this story. It just started writing the sequel. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Sydney Nev Campbell's... Nev Campbell. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nev Campbell's boyfriend, Derek, mm-hmm. played by Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. The uh, actors were asked to perform that uh, song, I Think I Love You. Oh, God. For, like, to get the role. 
in no. the audition. It's like, hey, do an acapella version of I Think I Love You. Oh. And I guess Jerry O'Connell did the best one. My The most cringy scene in the whole movie. Oh, I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it. I hate it. Also, the like jotting back and forth between like sorority and fraternity culture as if like that's what you must do when you go to college. Like even though Sydney like stays out of it, doesn't really want to be a part of it, she still dates a frat guy and is enjoying the atmosphere of but i feel like it leaves out the entirety of everything else of college maybe i was just a loser yeah well we definitely were um and that's fine it's i'm okay with it whoa i said we what loser things did we do we we smoked weed like literally every single day i stopped going to class at a certain point (laughs) (laughs) no these are cool things cool people do oh oh okay well, tell my Didn't mom. You smoke cloves. That was cool. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, praise him. Do our listeners have? Does, hey, guest, guest, pay attention. I know we're off on a tangent. Did you have any fun factoids? What did you do in college? <laughs> okay, let's get into Death Becomes Her. Now a warning. Live forever. He's dead. They think I'm dead. You are. But you're not. No, he's dead. He's dead! Everybody's dead! Death becomes her. Britt, I think one of the most unique deaths in this movie was the crashed car, followed by a pipe into a head that came just after a don't ask, don't tell joke. And then to add icing on the cake, they have to crawl over... A scream guy after he wrecks the car. Yes. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Uh, there's too much going on in that like seven minutes. Yes. I was like, wait, what? Huh? Hang on. Dude. Okay. Don't tell I have to kill you and then pipe uh, too much. It, How about you? It was a lot. Mine's a lot more simplistic and it was right at the top. It just really got me. I wrote it down as a contender and then throughout the film I was like, no, that still stands. Getting stabbed in the ear through the thin wall of a bathroom stall. Because you had to listen in. Yeah, it's like, you know it's a bathroom, right? Like, why are you trying to listen? Even I mean, no matter what's happening in the next stall, don't put your ear against the wall. You do... (laughs) And how did they know they were stabbing directly into his ear? You know what I mean? I just... Oh, so much, so much. So many factors. I have my thoughts, but I think we should hear what our guest has to say first. Yeah. What was your craziest unique death? (whistles) Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I screamed. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't need to experience that one again. Brittany, but I want to continue on with your thoughts, but it goes into the next segment. So let's just slide right into the maniac. Woo! (laughs) Maniac. It will tear the life out of you. Brittany, I feel like last ep- I don't feel like I know that last episode, my maniac moment went to Stu in the ghost face costume in the bathroom at the high school. Because how long did he have to stay? You know, like he was in there all day. Yes. This one. My maniac moment also involves a ghost face in a bathroom, and it's the segment we were just talking about, stabbing through the bathroom door 
into someone's ear. <laughs> a. How did they know that he was going to have to go to the bathroom? B. How long were they staying in that stall? C. Did you read the subtitles of what they were saying oh, no. in that stall? No. It was something along the lines of like, Oh no, mommy. Why am I doing the voice? It was like, Or something really just gross. And Omar Epps, or Phil, is so intrigued by this. Obviously, he's like laughing at the person. But then he has to listen in. You can't tell me that you wouldn't hear better by like standing on the toilet. (laughs) Sure. But why do you want to hear more of that? That's a question for another day, I guess, as well. Sure is. It is definitely the craziest thing in your opinion. Pro- Either one. Yeah. Whether it's him or the killer. It's, they're both crazy decisions. Well, they're maniacs. And I did want to know, it, were those two targeted, the two that were killed during the movie premiere, were they targeted? They were targeted because later on in the movie, they talk about how her name is Maureen and oh, his name is Phil and like it's the last name right. and the first name and it's very, very loose logic. You're right. So, so they knew that they were But names. you're totally like easily forgettable because it's not really like, oh yeah, this person has the same name, so we'll kill them. Yep. Yep. What about you? What's your maniac? I know this is a little too on the nose. I realize that. I'm just saying it was my thought the entire movie, if I was Nev Campbell's character, Sydney, after the first person who was killed, I would be like, I can't do this. I'm out. I, I'm going to go to Mexico. Get. I'm just going to get out of town. I would join the witness protection program. Something, right? Yeah, they have finite resources. I mean, it's just you're staying in an area where there's a repeat killing. You've already, your mom's already been brutally murdered. You've all already been like attacked many times, almost killed many times. Everyone you know died, it, it, and it was your ex-boyfriend. You know what I mean? It's just like so you can't trust anyone, right? Maybe just go where no one knows like, you. Go take a cruise or something. Ooh, is that a good scream? And you're stuck on a boat. Yeah, with scream. Yeah, but another scream cruise. The scream. <laughs> That sounds like a real waking nightmare on the sea. Uh, Waking nightmare? Wow. Another thing, though, I thought was pretty exciting was when Sarah Michelle Gellar's character was running from the killer. She was like, he was like two steps behind her running up the stairs at the sorority house. And there was a bicycle on one of the landings. And she like very lamely like pushed it towards him. The two steps that you know what I mean it was just such a good visual for me I I watched it twice it's real did you notice that the killer in like this iteration versus the first is like more clumsy because in the first movie I thought he was very clumsy and and that's because it's an amateur it's just teenagers and right but then in this one it was like he was extra clumsy like he was falling down he's dropping things (laughs) like when he wiped off the knife, not all the blood came off. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. You know, last episode, I raised the question of who was who in each yes. scene. And this movie also had the surprise of, you know, two killers. 
Oh, I wonder if in Scream 3 it'll be three, three killers. killers. I could totally see, like, I could always uh, see Lori Gilbert, like, not ever really being in the costume and the guy who played Mickey being it. And that's yes. why he's more, like, crazy. And But, but a, a couple times they're separated. So it had to be, like, she could throw on the mask when necessary, like <laughs> in the project room, for a good scare. Yeah. But... Yeah, I totally noticed that. A little bit more Pratt Folly. Pretty much the scene in the garage from Scream 1 the entire time. Yes. And I'm still reeling. How did those bottles explode that easily? I, uh, Have you ever thrown a full beer bottle at a human being? I mean- They don't explode. Dude, if I did, do you think I would confess it like here? That's yeah, that's going I mean, to the grave. I was just guessing a moment ago. <laughs> um, guest, get me out of the hole that I've dug. What was your, <laughs> what was your uh, maniac moment? That was yeah. That makes sense. That was pretty crazy. That makes sense, Brit. That was a crazy it does. one. So you thought it couldn't get any worse, Brittany? D- but what happened? We've gotten to girlfriend. Ouch! <laughs> That's this is the sound of me um putting my finger in my ear like squeak, 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 squeak. squeak. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It was a moment that was weird to us, odd, out of touch, or maybe just of its time. I don't know where this uh falls in. Very of its time, very weird, very odd. It shook me to my core. So oh, no. they're talking about Stab, right? A couple of the characters are talking yes. about Stab. They say Tori Spelling plays Sydney, and David Schwimmer plays Dewey. Yes. But then they show a clip from the movie of a scene between Sydney and Billy before he knew he was the killer. And Billy is played by David Arquette. Did anybody else? No, Whoa, no, oh, it's it's Luke Wilson. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, then that takes everything away. It looked like David Arquette. Are they brothers? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think uh, David Arquette was in uh, Zoolander. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, well, then Owen. are we maniacs? I think so. But I did have to pause, and it took me a moment because Luke Wilson's hair is so gross. And that's yeah. It looks like David Arquette's hair. <laughs> Not as spiky though. Since mine doesn't make any sense, allow me. Let me swap <laughs> something else in. Wouldn't that have been okay. cool though if they did do that weird like? Wait, what am yeah. I watching? What what the fuck is even happening? Like, like uh, the Ocean's Twelve when uh, Julia Roberts' character in the movie looks a lot like Julia Roberts, so they have her pretend to be Julia Roberts. Yeah. Like that. Ugh. Ugh. My thing that made me go E, but probably not in the way that you're referring to, is at the very end when Lee Schreiber is like holding the gun and you're not sure he's going to shoot and he's like panicking, but he looks like, mm, he looked like good in those jeans and stuff. I was like, meow. <laughs> I was like, who? Can I be your Manchurian candidate? Can I? Is that up for grabs? He's got the code word for you, Brittany. Does he? I don't know. You'll have to wait and find out when you meet him. I guess. What about you, Rob? Next week. Did you have uh, any Uh, things that made you go, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to do the knife sound. (laughs) Take that out. Take that out. (laughs) No way. Um, Yeah, there was too much detail on college theater in this movie. Oh. It made for a great set piece towards the end, but it was like, Fraternity people yeah. and theater all together in one. Everyone loves it. The detail 
on Agamemnon was unreal. So close, like everything we learned at, at school, like. They had an upstage. They built it like a Greek theater where it was slanted. They had the comedy and tragedy masks. I don't know. It felt like it was uh, forced in there. And like this was either a movie that needed to take place in the wings, as they say, Mm -hmm. or in fraternity world, generic college. You know? I agree. And that made me go, e. E-E. <laughs> what about you, listener? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about I that. Hadn't, I don't even remember that part. <laughs> All right, we're getting to the point, Brittany. What was the thing? Can anybody hear me? We found something quite remarkable. We found something. Is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? The thing. What was your big takeaway from the movie? Maybe I can go first since you went first last Yeah. Time. I thought this sequel was fun. Not great, but fun. And sequels can be fun. They don't always have to be about raising stakes as much as it is about changing the things we liked in the original to make it seem like a new story. Yeah. Um, this movie isn't the original. It isn't Scream. But it was, a, it was fun. They did their job. It was dumb, too, which I guess is a little bit more forgiving for me in horror, but... I think the big problem was that uh, I don't care about any of the new characters yeah. like at all. Yeah. So I had no connection. Like, was I supposed to care about Mickey so that when he turned out to be a killer, it was like, oh, shit, because we see him once and he's got a video camera the whole time. So once you see footage that's not footage they took, although it's only within like the next 15 minutes that it's the revealed, but you're already like, OK, so Mickey's that guy. Are we supposed to really care about Sarah Michelle Gellar? I know that you and I do, Brittany. Obviously. But we got her character for, you know, as much time as Joshua Jackson. Also, we don't care about Joshua Jackson, but Joshua Jackson deserved a death in this movie. Yeah. I'm going to die on that hill. (laughs) Anyway, what was your thing? Well, a few things. Lots of cheap jump scares. I was a little mad about it. It felt a little, you know what I mean? Like, the first one was genuinely just, like, I was scared a lot. (laughs) And then there's, like, so many times where somebody's just, like, walking down the hall and somebody's like, what are you doing? And it's, like, a jump scare, you know, and then, like, nothing was... Yeah, with music behind it. Yeah. So you're just, like, strings. But also, one of my favorite improvements, or I guess decisions... (laughs) I can't say it's an improvement, but did you <laughs> notice they added like a whoosh sound effect sometimes when the killer came onto yeah. screen and it, it was kind of like dragging the, it was so weird. I was just like, well, you made some choices. That's for sure. Yeah. But I, 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 I feel like there was cartoon noises all over the place. Yes. When I watched this pretty much by myself, unless you consider my dog a person, which I do, but which I do. My boyfriend usually watches these with me and talks me through it. <laughs> <laughs> but he, this time he was unavailable. And so later he asked me about it. And I was like, yeah, it was really scary. I was so scared and all this stuff. And then he's like, did you like it? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good movie for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job. They did a really good job. They, they did a good job. Yeah, good job. It made me into a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, no, I I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. 
I appreciate that it turned you into a baby. Yeah. Younger by the day. <laughs> Listen to the TV show show where we can't remember our own age. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brittany. The listener. We should ask our guest. Uh, yeah, our listener has something they got to say. So, the, their thing. What is it? Tell me about your thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely something to think about. Yeah. Think. Okay. I got to admit, though, I, we let Ben do this last time, and we usually let the guests do it, but we can't let the guests do it this time because I mean, we all know that this is a fun game we're all playing. Yes. I have one. You have a rating system? Do you have a rating system? No, I was racking my brain, so I'm so glad that finally you showed up with something for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Phone it in. I have, I have something. All right. How are we going to rate... Scream 2, directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. Leave Schreiber's jeans. Like how faded? No. Or like, how tight? I mean, like how many jeans? Out of what? Five? Five. Okay. Um, I'm going to rate Scream 2 on its own, not compared to part Good, one. Good, fair. That was a different rating system. Yes. And also not fair, right? It's not. So as... A movie contained in its own world. I think it told its story, and anything you needed to know from part one was filled in not that heavy-handedly. So, with everything said before, with my things and ease and maniacs and whatnot, I'm going to give Scream 2 two pairs of pants, <laughs> oh, two pairs, two pairs of Leah Schreiber's jeans, and one leg. Oh, so, wow. He's getting two jean- pairs of Leave Schreiber jeans and a pair of jorts. And is uh, Leave Schreiber wearing those jorts? <laughs> because I would like to see that. Um, no, it's actually it's, uh, it's David Arquette. Okay, oh, it be the killer? The, <laughs> the killer has the hood on, but then wearing jorts. Hey. <laughs> New Halloween yes. costume. <laughs> yes, it's the. G- Man, do you think we can get Jothan to do different art? Also, check out our new pumpkin spice art. It's great it's by our so friend good. Jothan. Uh, if only we had recorded this episode beforehand, we could have a scream entity in jorts. Yes. <laughs> Someone can make it for us, please. If not, I'll break out the crayons. <laughs> Brittany, what's your rating for Scream 2? I have four out of five Leave Schreiber jeans. But maybe, you know... Is he wearing them? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> He's wearing the beep okay. out of those jeans. <laughs> okay. I want to hear what the That's listener thought fantastic. about the movie. Yeah, please, listener, tell me how many pairs of Leah Schreiber, dream- <laughs> Schreiber jeans you give this movie. And now we can... <laughs> Move on to that hashtag pink jeans guests and maybe add in Leave Schreiber jeans. <laughs> Leave Schreiber's jeans. I feel like I'm devolving and not even saying his name fully and completely anymore. We're changing the name of the company from pink jeans to <laughs> Leave Schreiber's jeans. <laughs> no, Leave Schreiber's jorts. Okay. How many jorts? We have reached the limit of how crazy we can get on an episode. Especially, I'm a little bit embarrassed in front of yeah, our guests, if I'm going to be quite honest. Um, so next next episode will be Scream 3, and I'll give you a little taste. Here's what it's about. 
While Sydney and her friends visit the Hollywood set of Stab 3, the third film based on the Woodsboro murders, another ghostface killer rises to terrorize them. We're going to Hollywood, baby. What? Uh, do you have any memories of Scream 3? Absolutely. Did you never see this never movie too? <laughs> I get nightmares, okay. dude. I don't watch this shit on my own. <laughs> this movie, I remember um, having distinct thoughts about this movie, and I don't really want to discuss them until our listeners have watched it, but it, uh, it rewrites itself every decade, mm-hmm. and it's dumb yeah but it's good it'll be fun i'm sure it'll be fun right and we have anywho we can't make any promises but we have a potential guest for that so yeah we do have a potential guest for that episode but like Brittany said it would be an idiot to make a promise (laughs) Uh, i didn't say idiot you're always um... gonna have guests (laughs) anyway yes um, Thank you, Jeremy, for our theme song. is so catchy and spooky. And Jeremy, I know we're talking about other things right now as this episode is being recorded. So if all that works out, thanks for that, too. Weird. Thank you prematurely. Or excuse me. Thank you in advance. <laughs> what? Here's what I have to say. What? Pumpkin Spice Podcast and the TV show show, our two podcasts. Yes. Cannot be made without the help of the people who have been giving us money over at Patreon. That's right. So that's patreon.com slash pink jeans. Because Brittany still wears pink jeans to this day. But if you want to hear the whole backstory, it's in one of the TV show show episodes. We'll have to mark that one. This is the origin story. (laughs) Brittany's trying to bury it every possible moment. No. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I have to bring it up. Uh, okay, sorry. She's trying to bury the bucket hat. Yeah, story. bucket but. hat. I'm humiliated, <laughs> but the pink jeans I'll stand by. <laughs> so, if you would like to help support this podcast, please head over that way. We do bonus episodes in the off season, and uh, we put all of these episodes up ad free because sometimes we have ads and we throw them in. I mean, a lot of times uh, you really just go to Patreon to help out. So, thank you. Yeah. And you can follow us on Twitter. Use the hashtag pink jeans and for this episode specifically hashtag pink jeans guest we've also got a facebook discussion group if you'd like to talk to people about horror films or television go there and leave us a five-star rating and review thank you on apple podcasts or wherever you listen because that we got we gotta get we gotta work that algorithm validation and algorithm yeah, we people gave us some really great uh, new reviews <gasps> on the TV show show uh, during this new season. So thank you for those. That's really great. Uh, they've also added a few to Pumpkin Spice. So go to those too. You know, you know who you are, and we thank you. Well, I don't know who they are, but I appreciate it. Well, let's learn, laugh, love together right. on uh, another episode. So we'll see you in a couple weeks with Scream Three. See ya later.